Welcome to Never Too Much, the podcast where we discuss everything love, life, relationships, and all things in between. This is the place where being yourself is never too much. drained i'm tired and i'm a winner because i won in atlantic city yesterday yeah she owe me a dollar yeah what no yeah anytime somebody gets some money in their pockets i gotta get a dollar uh, a dollar no i'm good go ahead oh <laughs> and it's me melissa alexa um i am never too much hmm, i don't know what i am this week. what am i this week uh, i don't know crazy and that voice in the back is you. Oh. DJ Sean Wins. I, I said it. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk to the people. Who is you? Uh, do I have to do the same thing y'all did? I'm never too much. Go ahead. No, yeah. you don't. No, yes. I want to know All who right. you are. So, you never too much, you what? <laughs> I'm never too much. Uh, This week, I've been kind of uh tired. Never too much. He tired. He tired. Yeah. I was retired last week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. But I haven't been sleeping though. Like that's why. Well, you better get your sleep. What you out here doing? Uh, work. Cream hits. Work. After hits. Mm-hmm. Work, man. I got a new uh deal, so I'll be having to like do stuff for that. So that's always like I'm working on time frame. People are in LA. And I'm over here. Sometimes they're not there. Sometimes they're other areas. So. Okay. Well, congratulations on that deal. On that everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'll let us know what it is when it's time. What? A deal is a deal. You work, what do you mean? I don't know what you're saying. With who? Right, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Why? Why can't Like, it's all the way through? Yeah, I signed that contract, like, a month ago. Okay. So, okay, tell us who. I didn't tell you? I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, I signed the capital, which is on Universal, so I'm on a major label now. Wait, maybe you did tell me. Yeah, Maybe so now I have like you. a whole like team of people that oh. work. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you did tell me that, and yeah. that was when and y'all finished the little um, the Spotify thing where it was the little st- like movie thing. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify. Okay. But he, girl, I didn't tell you when I realized how he was on Spotify. No. Oh, but that was like that. a while ago. Yeah. And then I had posted it on Instagram because I was like, wait, when you realize your cousin's on Spotify? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was mad excited. I got that situation because I had the song go viral in three countries on Spotify. So, Word. let me get a dollar. Right, I'll give me a dollar. <laughs> I need a dollar. Right. Every right. dollar uh, I get, I reinvest it, so I don't have no money. <laughs> no, you don't have no liquidated capital. Yeah. There don't, you go. Yeah, don't make it sound like that. Like, bitch, I broke. No, you just need to liquidate some of your monies. Right. You know, that's okay. all. Invest in yourself. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But anywho, so we're going to start with social banter like how we always do. But you don't really know the flow, so I'm letting you know how it go, right? So social banter is when I go through the different... Um, Things she found so, on social media. Yeah, and we just randomly talk about it. So um, I thought this was funny. We'd say, I'm not bipolar. I just randomly remember shit out of nowhere. And then I act on it. That's why my mood instantly changes. That ever happened to y'all? Facts. Like, you just be sitting there chilling, and you be like... It happened to me uh, yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, and he's like... He was bitch. good. Kay was chilling. I mean... No, Sean I was, was cool. Chilling. 
Nah, uh, I was chilling because one of my homies he did some bullshit. So I was chilling, and then he texted me, and I realized like, oh wait, you did this shit. So I had to let him know. Um, and then we was, I guess we're cool. I mean, I don't know, but I had to let you know because I let it go, and then you hit me up. I was like, wait. I'm back. Yeah, time's yeah. out. I'm on this shit again. Time's out. Hold up, let me address it real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this week in the, I guess news, soap is racist now. Dove. Yes. Dove. We, I saw that today. Yeah, but How they, they racist. They legit had this black lady with a brown T-shirt. You don't on. have the picture up. Yeah, I do. I got it. Okay. But I'm just explaining to them. They had a, a black lady with a brown T-shirt on, right? Mm-hmm. She took it off, and to be clean, she became white, and her shirt was white underneath. Right, because and their then, new campaign is uh, geared towards a new product that they have, which they say um, it's called, like, Visibly Clear or something like that. So yeah, now their product, like, the more you the use feet it, and make you lighter. the more you use it, um, the more you use it, the more visible the corrections on your skin are. So, um... Here they have the brown skin girl, and then all of a sudden at the bottom is a white woman. So right. when they posted it on their Facebook page, it's like okay, so this brown woman was dirty, and now a white woman represents now she's visibly clarity. clean. Right? Like, are exactly. you fucking kidding me? And then they had another one in towels, and it was a brown girl before, and then in the middle is like a light skin person, and on the end. Was oh a white yeah, person. I saw that, but I didn't understand why they posted that as well. I just read the bottom, and I was like, oh, because I was confused yeah. by the post. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, before and after. Right, right. What's going on? <laughs> And then when I saw the um, the caption they had, I'm like, right. oh. I mean, I think this, I mean, it's honestly, it's pickleized. So they didn't even spend money on getting someone to really put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tweet. I no, think it was it's, like, I think it was, I don't I think it's, it's a Facebook post. I think yeah. it's just a, a bad marketing mistake on their end. Because I don't think no company would, would it, this not the as first big time. as Dove. This is not the first time. Yeah, but I think... In this day and age, everyone is so sensitive that any slight thing is like, oh, you're being racist, like, you know, and and I can see how stuff can be taken that way, but you would have to be kind of, like, nuts to think that, like, a company that's a multi-billion dollar company is going to just come out and do something racist. It depends on all the Procter and Gamble's, like, I hear what you're saying. I get what you're talking about when you say everything. Because I was just having this conversation with Phil the other day about now, today, the call-out culture is so prominent. Yeah. And, like, everybody has to be political politically correct and you have to say things the right way you know what i'm saying like yeah. you can't because everybody unfortunately everybody is very sensitive but that's because everybody's becoming more and more and more aware so yeah. now that was very clumsy on the yeah. like if they weren't trying to be blatantly racist which i don't understand how this got by anybody and like nobody looked at this and that's was like, like Walmart thing. this doesn't look right like look at where we're trying to black yeah <laughs> what happened like 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 the walmart thing with the uh, like nigga black they had like wave caps or something like that, and like the color of it was like nigga black. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. But yeah, I just feel like whoever was <laughs> at the table, seated at the yeah. table, um, didn't do a good job of really executing this whole thing because n- there's no way you looked at this picture and was like, okay, this is cool. Let's post it. Was there this any black looks- faces at the table? I feel Probably like brainwashed. I don't know. Whatever. But in other soap news, mm-hmm. so. The soap dispensers made by a British company can't see black people. So when white people put their hand under to get soap, soap comes out. But black people put their hand under and no soap comes out. I don't think that's really a racist <laughs> thing. I think that's just more or less maybe like the way to design. But it's supposed to sense. Yeah, that's, like, that's what they say. That's like because certain face filters like. Can't if pick I'm, it up. Yeah, if I'm like chilling sometimes, the shit don't see my face, but my girlfriend is 
on her face fine. Yeah, so that happens just to Kyrie like, all the time. And Kyrie yeah. was like, "Mommy, why doesn't it see me?" And I'm like, oh, "Again, I'm you know, I think a lot of this stuff nowadays is <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. it's it's <laughs> right. It's very uh, it's very <laughs> like like no one has a chance to see things for what it is or to see it for themselves because when you find out about stuff like this. It's already a story attached to it. So you're like, yeah, 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 fucked yeah. Up. But what if you were passing? Would you have been like, oh, okay, whatever, like. Yeah, you don't get a chance to make. Yeah. You're making your opinion on the opinion. You don't yeah. get a chance to be opinionated. Does that make sense? On the I, I get what you're saying, but that's why I make it my point to research. I either yeah I research. I have to look into it because I can't go just like earlier today with the whole not to switch years or anything like that, but with the when earlier when I told you about the Kaepernick situation. Oh yeah, yeah. The first post that came out was. Oh, he said that he would stand if an NFL team gave him a chance to play again. And I'm like, no. I'm going to wait till he says the shit Mm -hmm. before I go and run with this story and be like, well, there you go. He just cooning out. Like, I I believe that I refuse to believe that somebody put in all this work to bring um, a voice to, right, a voice to, you know, what's happening in our community just to go and coon the fuck out. I refuse to believe that. And then later, too late, like, hours later. But I also think that stuff like this, I mean, I think, even when we talk about, like, racism, I think it's more of a ploy than the actual situation. I felt like they dropped it, made it. Like, I feel like all this was conspired already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this this was all conspired. The NFL thing? No, racism, everything. I feel like all of this stuff that we go through every day that keeps us distracted, it just blocks you from what's actually happening and for the shit that's actually going on. So we be so tied up in all of this stuff that sometimes we miss like the huge things that are like being done the different deals that are being done right right, right in your face but because we're so over here with it the government is doing whatever they want over here and by the time we realize like oh my god you're doing this now it's like well if you guys weren't all on this because I look at stuff like when it all comes down to it whether you're white black yellow whatever you there is it's the elite versus the poor so even if you're white if you're not in the one percent, we're gonna cut your Medicaid too, and fuck you. You know what I'm saying? It's like whatever. There's just a hierarchy because of the shit that they've created. So people who are white but poor feel privileged. But when it really comes down to it, if you're a black billionaire, you're gonna experience some racism, but not really that much because you have a bunch of money, so you can pretty much get past whatever the hell you want. But that's the problem. Like, they see like your really money. They're not it. really seeing you. They seeing your money. Well, I mean, that's as a it. government, I don't think no one sees. I think when it comes to money, money don't have no skin tone. Money is just money. Like whether you're white or not, your white friend will backstab you and do whatever they can to get your money. So I feel like it's just money. Like money runs the world, literally. I don't think that when it comes to what I'm saying, skin tone don't matter. It's the bag that matters. If someone can profit off of you, you're their best friend. If they can get money from right. you, you're their best friend. I don't feel like our our world that we live in is made off of humanity, skin tones, or, or anything. I think those are great divisions to keep people, you know, deceived and, like, preoccupied. But really, it comes down to the elite versus versus the poor. There's a handful of people who have all the money. Some are black, some are white, some are African. Because you got to think that every major uh, family in each part of the world, they, they everyone is in one thing together, and they control the majority of the money flow. We make fun of Africa, but all of our gold reserves are in Africa. Yeah, no, yeah, so, know you know what I'm saying? So, in my mind, like, Blood the, the, yeah, the skin tone is like things for the peasants here. Deal with this. White is better, black is this. But, you know what I'm saying? In the real world, I guess, where the 1% lives, where they're making, you know, decisions, nigga, it's the bag. It's the money. I get what you're saying. It's but the money. It kind of, that kind of segues into what I was going to say. Because, reason now, 
because they have they somebody probably tweeted that out or said that Kaepernick said that just so we wouldn't realize where Pence was, right? And the stunt that he pulled. That who? Pence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where he was. He was at the Colts game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, too. and they told the reporters, don't get out your car, stay in your van because he's going to leave early. So he could so he could wave the little flag or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and that cost taxpayers a million dollars. But we was all thinking about like, oh, Kaepernick said he's going to stand up for this that we didn't think about. Even look at the... There's a guy that's on the, uh, he's a Republican, and he's under hot water. Well, he was until they, once again, created a, a new tabloid. He's using taxpayer money to, like, go see to like go see his son in, like, uh, where is it, in Virginia. He's flying all around. His he's one flight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he said, job. well, you know, I'll pay for my flight, but he's the one that chartered the plane. So now you got a yeah. whole plane that cost us a bunch <laughs> of money, but you want to pay for your one chair. And that's it. Anyone else who came, it's on them. <laughs> Like, if they don't pay for it, you guys got to figure it out. But I'm going to do my part. Mm-hmm. But yet and still, this was your plan. I just feel like, again, there's all these different tabloids. And we're in such a, a media craze, like, like world. So you feel like people like, just... I, this is becoming a whole other conversation, yeah. right? Okay, so you feel like people focus on just race and they're not aware of anything else? Because I don't think... I don't feel like that's fair to say either. No, no, no. I don't feel like that's everybody. No, no, no. I feel I, like, I don't like think it's everyone. Like I think there are people who are very woke and, 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 they, and they know. But the majority of America, no, they're not woke. They're like, oh, my God, Dove did this, and now we're talking about this. But yet still, your government is still taking money from you, and you're still sitting there saying, yeah, white people this. <laughs> but they're about to cut your Medicaid and give tax breaks to the 1%. You're white, but you're not in it, so guess what? We don't care about you. They'll come lie right to your white face and your white skin, <laughs> your privilege, and then... When you fucking break your leg and you go to the hospital, oh yeah, you have no Medicaid. They cut it. You, now you're sitting there like, oh my god, I can't believe this, Gerald. Did I just get turned black? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like you know, and it slaps you in your face real quick. But you realize, like, shit, it's not about race. Cause if I was white and they're white and we're, we're making America great again, yeah, for the one percent, right? Not okay. for you. Now I get fuck. what you're saying. Yeah, okay. not for yeah. you. Yeah, you okay. missed the message. Yeah, I missed yeah. it. Yeah, and now like, I get you're not it. with us. Now I get it. You know, okay. so you got like everyone who I feel like ain't woke. Like, yeah, fuck black people. Like the Nazi people. Like, mm-hmm. I just the like dumb. Those people shouldn't go back out there. You know that they went yeah, back but, out there again. But I'm just saying, like, you just look oh, dumb. Like, like people sit there and they make like, a big fuss so. about monuments, right? Mm-hmm. About oh my god, take down the, oh, the monuments and take down this. Once that shit gets knocked down, what happens? Yeah, then what? Then what? You're still black. You know what I'm saying? They still don't care. You're still dealing with this, and the government is still robbing you, whether you're white, black, Asian, whatever you are. Unless you're up here with us, and we need your money, and you're putting money into these guys' pockets, where you're like, all right, cool. He gave me a mill. He gave me $2 million. Cool. You're on our team now. If you're not in that group, it's like, what, what are you doing? doing? So whenever I see all this stuff, I get racism goes far back. But you have to be like, understand that racism doesn't go as far back as when all those families came together to form, like, think, like the federal, uh, the federal reserve isn't even owned by the damn government. It's owned by a corporation. What happens to be those six families that fund all the money? The IRS is a tax on the government to get their money back. Yeah, that's like when I was talking yeah, about that. Remember so that thing that came on about the jails? Like, and the jails are owned by corporations. Yeah, those got, are the, yeah, those yeah, are the corporations. Yeah, yeah. It's the Rothschilds, yeah. the Rockefellers, them people. Yeah. Yeah. Then think the like, oldest one died. Yeah. Like he went through like how many transplants? But, but right. and finally died. Like, he died. Right? But his family has like a crazy. It's if, if you talk about it, it's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as he died, they killed his damn son. Got them out the picture. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. here you are in the one percent, 
Maybe you're about to, you know what? I don't think I, I don't think that I want to continue with this. All right, cool, bro. We'll see. Once your father dies, he can protect you. Uh, you're dead. Now he's dead too. So you That's know what I'm crazy. saying. But they don't make the news because they don't want you to know that he died. But he died. The son died. The father died and the son died. Mm-hmm. Now there is. Little ones, and if y'all don't fall in line with this pact that we have going on, that's 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 been going on since before time, before there was slavery, any of that shit. You're next, you know what I'm saying? So if <laughs> you, you fall in, or you don't, you know. Get, and again, it's the, what they say and, get down to lay down. <laughs> yeah, we have our six families here. We have all the main families in Britain, Africa, all them people. You know what I'm saying? That run shit, that that really run it. Okay, you can be the face if you want to. You're the president. You're important. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not important. You're just someone that when we do stuff, you take the fall. Right. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, everybody needs yeah, a face. You gotta have train. a face. Yeah, right, I feel right. like it's all just a that hierarchy system. That would say the system. president stuff is a puppet. Yeah, he is. I would say. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I feel like that's all a hierarchy for just when shit hits the fan, y'all take the blame. But really, the shot colors are the right billionaires there. Mm-hmm. back there that's telling y'all, yeah, man, do this because we need to get this done. But that's how the whole world, the whole world runs away. That's just on like a higher scale because even like the, yeah, well, the job we people work run at, the world. there's a CEO, but the CEO is the face. Yeah. There's a whole board. That's really when that's right, where the money right, is. Right, right, right. But that's what it is. Whoever got the money, think, like, They did the survey, money. right? And they said like only what, 30 to 30 to 40% of the world's actual money is like in rotation. There's a whole 60% that's like not being used. Well, where is that? I'm confused. Now, they, I need some research. Uh, oh, now I know what you mean. Ain't no so crazy like when you look up some of this stuff and like you say some of this shit, people be like, well, how do you know this? You know what's so funny? If you go on like the CIA website, the FBI website, and, and search it, it yourself, right it's there. right there. <laughs> you search the I documents, after 10 years, certain documents become unclassified. You can search mm-hmm. them. And that's what I'm saying. All this stuff be like right now, it's but we're so preoccupied with everything else that you miss like what's going on. So I would never go here. on the CIA website. You know, I'll be scared to do that. It's not even that, though. Now they're going to be looking at you on here. Right. Yeah. Now they're going to keep an eye on you. It's like you now watch- now I'm going to get nah. um, fucking jury duty three times in one year. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm like good. you watch kids on YouTube who are like telling, telling, like telling stuff to you, and you're like, oh, he's crazy. So one day yeah. I was well, like, well, we get the, we, yeah. we label them as conspiracy. Yes. But theory. one day I just was like, let me go see if this guy's right. I searched on the website. Guess what pops up? The same shit that he's telling me about. Would you look at that? It's all right here. Everything you can read it for yourself, but they do a good job of keeping us preoccupied and hiding stuff in plain sight. Like it's right here, but you don't even like realize it because yeah. you're so focused on Dove and. Uh, I, try not, fucking I try not to get caught up. You know, I read I the don't. stories and I move on. I'm not gonna keep. Yeah, I try not to get like caught with, up. Like uh, with the girl in Chicago who passed. You know, rest her soul and yeah. all that. When she passed, I wasn't about to be caught up in that story. She died. When I tell you, all of Facebook became Chicago PD. And they became FBI agents and detectives yeah. and all this stuff. It's like, okay, y'all ODing. Like, let them do their work. Right. Even the results they came back with, I don't feel right about it. It doesn't feel like it's accurate. But if that's what they want to put out there and rule as her death, uh-huh. okay, cool, whatever. It's not my job. I'm not going to be caught up in that. Yeah. All right. But go ahead. Continue, girl. Um. So, yeah, I guess I guess we'll say in other news, because we got real serious for y'all for a mm-hmm. second. Um. I hear that Cardi B racked up at the BT Hip Hop Awards. That happened already? Well, they recorded it and then we get to watch it. Okay, so she racked it, it up come how on, many awards? I think it come on today. Or the 10th. It come on like, I forgot, but it come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so she got single um, single of the year, <laughs> hustler of the year, best new hip hop artist, and it's a revelation of the year. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear they made up a whole bunch of new categories. What the hell is revelation of the I year? Don't, I don't know. Me neither. But Maybe I someone that revolutionized up. something. But she know. did. I would say she did. Oh, and speaking to her, um, Louis Boo, he said he gonna make. He think he gonna make a line of shoes for her. Cause these is red by. Oh, 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 oh! Wait, did he say that? Cause mm-hmm. I saw people suggesting that he do that. He said it. It was a statement. 
that came out. Oh, really? Yeah. He's but he said he didn't say I will. He said I think. Mm-hmm. Those are the key, key words. I think. But he should because she has a lot of fans and that's he more might, money he for might, him. He's gonna do because it's a good PR move for exactly. him and he can make money off of it. Exactly. Yeah, she about to get us some nice little um free red bottoms. Mm-hmm. So it was a petition that called for the Dipset anthem to replace the national anthem. What? <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was a petition. And people probably actually signed it. I'm pretty sure. The whole New York probably did. Girl, next. <laughs> I think that was funny. Oh, speaking of black people in high places, even though I just said the CEO don't mean shit, though. But Ursula M. Burns um, is the first black um, CEO to run a Fortune 500 company. It's Xerox. Mm. But she did was from 2009 to 2016. Xerox is a Fortune 500? That's what they. That's what Tom Forbes said. Hmm. They sure did. And I had seen when I was on um, Instagram, I seen that they had hats that say um, "Make Obama President Again." I want one. Bitch, I, but I googled it. And I couldn't find. Man, it. they don't need to make him president. Again. But I just want to. Why not? Because shit is hitting the fan. Keep black people out of it. Let the white, <laughs> let the white racist person destroy the country. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. it. <laughs> now he's he going to pick up. Yeah, right. Be like, now he got to pick it up again. Right. Right. Now he got to be blamed for it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Put right, all the right. races in the country. Right. right. Forget about Trump. But then Trump trying to make use the same excuse. Talking about something, I came in uh, to shambles or whatever. Right, right. And everybody, but when we tried to say that about Obama, like you didn't care, it was like no, it was his fault. I'm gonna say this fault. right, and this is like to me why I realized like why I really just stopped fucking with the government. Period. I watch <laughs> the news all the time. I watch I hate uh, the news. The news. I watch like late night with uh, Seth, a bunch of different ones, and these like comedians, like, but, like, like, like right news now. comedians, right? Yeah, I know. Who you're but pretty about. much right every now. time they say something crazy, there's networks because you gotta think only people who like Trump is Fox. Other than that, everybody else Fake makes news. fun of him. <laughs> Fake news. Everyone else makes fun of him, and he'll say stuff like that, and they'll be like, "Coming to shambles." He was like, uh, "As far as we know, our economy was doing fantastic when Obama left, better than when he got here. So as far as being in shambles, I think we're running pretty great." But they're like, "Ever since you got here." Race riots, suicide rates are going like everything is just getting crazy. So they be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's fake news. It's not real. But like, watching them all the time makes me realize that this shit's a fucking joke. Mm -hmm. Like, we really have a retard up in the White House. (laughs) I swear to God. And you know what it made me think of too? Just now when he was just saying that, like, everything is becoming a joke. Like, or like reality TV. And it's sad because, you know, what just happened in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So now, like, a week later, they doing a documentary and it's called What Happens in Vegas. I just feel like that is Who's so crazy. Anyone know what's crazy? I, I just saw it on TV. I can't remember what channel also, was coming on. But I just felt like y'all about to make this like a documentary? Yeah, it's crazy. You know what else I've seen? So, you know how like whenever there's like, like a terrorist attack, because this was a, was, was a terrorist attack, right? Um... Everyone's on it like, yeah, man, we need, we, need, we need to ban the Muslims, ban this, ban that. Fox is just like going crazy, right? Fox is like, can we like not politicize it right now? Can we just have a moment? You know, we still don't know like what's really going on. Y'all don't want. <laughs> oh, y'all, now we don't know what's going on. Y'all don't want to say too much because it's can, white faces. We don't it's know a white man. He's wealthy. He's uh, everything that is that a white person is. He's that. Right. Y'all can't find no flaw. He's a Christian. He went to church. You know what I'm saying? You can't find no flaw. That's his so brother you... said he liked to eat tacos or some shit like that? Yeah. This is some dumb shit. Like, so, I don't give a fuck. Like... You know what I'm saying? So, being that they can't find an angle to attack him and they're like, well, he's white. He's yeah. all the way white. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Let's Moving on. Pacing, Moving guys. on. 
Oh, yeah. the NFL is still kneeling. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But had exactly. it been an Arab person or someone else, y'all has been slamming them. Yeah. Travel exactly. bandits, travel bandits. But now that it's one of your people, you know what I'm saying? And what's so crazy is you are more likely to be killed by a white supremacist or left-wing person than you are by a terrorist. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then... Um, but they don't care. Nope. No, they don't. Did y'all white. see... Wait, and did... First, did y'all see Trump in Puerto Rico shooting... Throwing yeah. fucking paper towels. Like basketballs. Like, you get it. Let me tell you, <laughs> that boiled me, and I said it all this week after I saw it happen. That boiled me, but what upset me even more and kind of like hurt my feelings was the fact that the Puerto Ricans were happy to see him. And, it, and it, They were happy. They were smiling. They were trying to shake his hand. They taking pictures. Like... Y'all dead ass right now? This man took 45 years to get to you. But, but after the mayor really Got there, yeah. insulted you guys, made you feel like you didn't experience a real tragedy because thousands of you didn't die. Just the, like, what, a couple tens of you died? And then I heard a whole ICU unit died. Oh, I didn't... Kids, children, um, babies, children, and, like, wow. older people or whoever was in there died. Gone. That's sad. I didn't hear that. He came in and insulted you and then proceeded... To shoot paper towels so you guys, you guys are happy to see. But they were and catching then he was, it, like, right. Then he like was scavenger. trying to, then he grabbed corn and a can and was trying to do the same thing. And then Somebody him, stopped him. Like, yo, like, no, nah, don't do it. Like, he's like, sure, like, yeah, no. <sighs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's y'all's president. <laughs> so, I guess in lighter news, um, it looked like Keisha Cole ex, um, Booby Gibson is taking tips from, um, Mary J. Blige ex-husband I can't think of his name right now Kintu Kindu whatever his name is he wants spousal support too and he trying to get full custody of their kid but what is going I, on I with these new that. niggas these yeah, new niggas yeah but he came out saying that he wasn't these trying, trying to different. do it he what he came out saying that that's not the case and he's not gonna do, do, like, do nothing like that I don't know, but that's now I'm but now I'm kind of thinking that everything is for TV. Like I do not want them to be on Love and Hip Hop. I do I don't know why she would do this. <laughs> I don't want her to be on that show. Well, she okay. You been watching this season? I haven't no, really, really been watching it. I'd be I, I'm in and out, but what I've seen of her on the show, she's really not active. You're not really seeing she her not, storyline. She not and half the it's time when him. she went, yeah and right me, being messy. It's um, messy. being messy as fuck. With and when she women. with the girls, she always the one who. Who was kind of like, uh, I don't do that. Not no, she not here. Right. I'm not doing. I'm not talking about. Right. No, I don't do that. Right. So you're right. She is, but mm-hmm. maybe she's doing it for him then. No, I think Keisha know the shit. Like she probably wrote it to kind of like, listen, I'm not about to be on that bullshit. Like the rest of them, you ain't about to write no scripts for me. It ain't about to be none of that. No, I'm, I'm talking about. Here. I wonder if she's doing it for him, like for Booby, for him. That's why he's so, so involved. Like right. Well, yeah, probably get him some exposure so yeah. he can get some money in his pocket. Right. That's right? what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, at this point, like, that's your baby father. She don't give a fuck. Right, like, what else is going on? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And in other stupid news, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamar Braxton fired her stylist because she felt some kind of way because she told her um, she was mad because she told her, you look a mess in that Forever 21 jumpsuit. So she fired her. But I thought it was cute. <laughs> I thought she looked cute. I guess it's cute, but she fired her because she was it really from Forever Twenty One. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go buy one. I thought it was cute. That's <laughs> what she said about it. She fired her because she felt kind of like you wearing that Forever Twenty One like booty. But shit. if that's your stylist, your stylist is supposed to be a hundred with you. I mean, I feel like that. But I think, but how, I think how she was saying is that she didn't like how it was said. Like you trying to make it seem like like I'm too I'm too good to wear Forever Twenty One. No, I'm not. If I liked it, I bought it. I'm wearing it. You, she can't. That's your stylist when I'm when I'm on stage, not when I'm just. Chilling, doing my own thing. I don't need no styles to come tell me what sweatsuit to put on. I mean, I guess, girl. 
All right. Um. Wait, that's all I had. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, girl. That's all I got. And okay. moving on. Oh, wait, I had one more. If you really want to know if you ugly, ask a kid. Your kids keep it real all the time. Yeah, they'll tell you if you're ugly or not. My kids tell me when I look, um... My I'm kids mad. don't call me ugly, but they tell me when. I'm, I'm like, like, I look cute. You look right. Yeah, they tell me that. Like, why you get your hair like that? <laughs> I don't like it like that. They be like that to me. That's how you know. I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you were stupid. Okay, so we can jump right into the main topic. So this week, I wanted to title this episode, Daddy Issues. So I'm going to start with a question. When you hear daddy issues, like, what do you associate that with? Like, what's your definition of daddy issues? So I'm going to start with you since you were the guest. So what what do you associate daddy issues with and what's, like, your definition? Uh, just your dad hate being there. Like, your dad is not around. Mm-hmm. He's not there. Uh-huh. And maybe like I don't know, kid being bad in school, and he's like, "Oh my dad, that's why I'm doing this. I'm acting down." I don't believe in that. You don't like, believe in that? No, like yo, I'm not gunk. I'm mad because my dad's not there. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't do things like that. Okay. You know, my mom is like my dad, so <laughs> I didn't do stuff like that. So when I, I think, I think daddy. When I think of daddy issues, I automatically think of a girl, mm-hmm. and I make that girl, um, uh huh. Like, she mm. be fucking everybody. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I think. That's what I, what I automatically think of. I know that's not right, but that is what my mind goes right. to when I think about it. Right, oh, right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Like, my mind goes to... Well, because to you did it from I, your perspective, and I'm right, like, my all our different perspectives. Yeah. So, like... You done? Yeah, because we're okay. doing, like, a brief little... Like, okay, yeah. So, like, for me, I know I've always... Right, after I say this, I'm going to go straight into my thing. Mm-hmm. So, for me... um growing up I'd say up until even recently like earlier into the year like I've always associated like the way you do like oh she becomes a hoe right. her daddy wasn't around so she been wilding yeah. and you know this and a third and she's attracting these certain kind of men and that's what we associated with yeah. and for the longest time I know um growing up especially like my father wasn't around like we keep it raw on here so right <laughs> so my father wasn't around like that. He was around, like, maybe the first few years. I'd say the last time I really saw him was, like, I was probably, like, four or five or something like that. Like, where he was really being active in my life. Okay, well, I think you saw him. No, no, no. Quote, unquote, active in my life. Yeah. Um, And for the rest of my life, it was really, from beginning to end, I always had my uncle and I had my grandfather. And I know people have heard me say before, like, oh, I didn't, I don't need my father. I don't have daddy issues. I've always deflected and said, I don't have daddy issues because I have my uncle and my father. I mean, my uncle my father. My uncle and my grandfather. And until recently, I had to realize I have been attracting, I may have daddy issues because I've been attracting certain behaviors from certain men that remind me of my <laughs> father, right? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? No, seriously. Because <laughs> you're like, you know what? I have realized, like, you know what? No. Listen, because I'm about to make a point. I'm about to make a point. I've deflected so much because I'm trying to be this strong, tough-ass. I'm really hot now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in this strong, tough-ass, trying to act like, oh, I don't have these daddy issues. I didn't need my father because I had X, Y, and Z. But the the thing of it is, sometimes that just doesn't equate to your father. Like, it's the simple fact that, you know, you know your father is living, he's here, he's around, and you guys don't have the relationship, he's not present. And though you may feel like sometimes, like, no, I don't need him, 
his lack of presence or the lack of effort or whatever the case is does carry on some kind of effect in your life. So like I said, I've had, I've attracted some beings in my life who I stepped back and really thought like, why am I always stuck with this? Like, what is this? And I don't know if you guys ever heard that sometimes your father's karma is what comes back mainly on, they always say on your daughter, but I feel like it comes back on sons too. Yeah. And we're going to get there. That's going to be your part of the show. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got an answer for you. Okay, cool. So, for me, um, yeah, so I'm attracting these beings. You know, you have the inconsistency. You have the ones who don't own up to their, um, own up to their shit. They don't stand in it. And for me, anybody who knows me, I can't stand that. But I've always been like that. Like, from a young, ever since I can remember, from a young age, I don't like people who don't take responsibility mm-hmm. for whatever they do or say. I've never liked it. And I never understood why. And then recently when I thought about it, I'm like, my dad is just like that. Mm-hmm. He's always been like that. The last conversation, the last real conversation I've had with my father, it was a one hour long conversation. Him and my other two sisters in a room, him mostly going on. It wasn't even a real conversation. We weren't saying anything. Him admitting to things that he did wrong and then backsliding on him. That's crazy. Uh, How you backsliding? That's crazy. So you're not going to take, you're going to admit you did the <laughs> shit, but you're not going to really take full responsibility for it. And I've realized subconsciously I was selecting these kind of men. Like these were the okay. kind of men that mm-hmm. I was attracting into my life. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever. So when I asked you earlier in the week, you know, do you, what did I, did I ask you, do you have daddy issues exactly? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know what your relationship is like. Me and Quincy have been friends for like a minute, and I really don't know what her relationship is like with her father. Uh, I'm her cousin. I don't know either. <laughs> no, I know. Like, do you, have you ever had a conversation with your father? Has he ever been in your life at some point? Has he been in and out? Like, what? Like, what is Yeah, it? so, um, my dad, when I was younger, he was like more um, in my, it felt like he was in my life because I used to go there every other weekend. But in retrospect, I realized that he wasn't always there. I was with my grandma. Right. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but it still felt like I was at, like, my dad's house. But if you ask me, like, memories, I remember more things with my uncle than, and my aunt, than with my dad. Mm-hmm. So. Your uncle and aunt were his siblings or? No, my uncle and his wife. Okay. So I re- ex-wife. Okay. So I remember, um, I remember those things. So, but my dad used to be there. Okay. But I just don't remember I know anything with him. Right? I don't remember nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I got a certain age, I just didn't want to go there anymore because I'm like 10 or whatever and I think I'm grown now. Right. Like, every other week I'm like, Dad, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> so I'm going to stay with my mom at my mom's and I'm going to go outside and play and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then that's when it stopped. But, you know, he didn't, then ever since then he just been like in and out, in and out. And if you know me, like I don't have a filter. So anything I feel, I'll let it be known. And I think that's what, um, makes him uncomfortable because at some point like he wanted to like tell my mom on me like oh Quinta said this or whatever my mom was like well did she curse no mm-hmm. well did she say anything disrespectful no mm-hmm. so why you can't be mad at her she's telling you how she feel and I just and ever since then like it's just been in and out in and out in and out but I feel like he tried to make an effort make up by doing stuff with my kids and stuff like that mm-hmm. or like being there for games or asking them can they come over and things like that like I can tell that now he he 
feels like he missed out on that stuff. Like, I'm still around him. Like, we still, I talk to him at least once a week and stuff like that. But do I have daddy issues? I really don't think I do. But do you feel like you don't because you're still thinking about, oh, daddy wasn't around? The same thing you said, like, oh, being a whole this, that, and the third. No. I'm, Are you still thinking about, like, that in that uh, respect? I think I, if I could, because when you said it to me. Because daddy issue doesn't something. mean, like, you, you have these issues and, like, you can't get, it's not, it's not that. I'm trying to get everybody it's away from really that. It's not really issues. It's just, right, like, the way you are. Right. So, it's right, just like, right, right. you are. So, it's like, what because I that explain, like, that's an, that's an issue, but it's not something like. I get what you're saying. Right. I, now, that's, now I realize I do. Right, right. So, that's what I'm trying to pull out of her. Okay, so, like, your father. I know you said you didn't spend a lot of time with him. All you remember is grandma, auntie, uncle, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But what you do know of him, certain characteristics, certain mannerisms, do you, have you ever experienced that in another being? It doesn't have to be somebody who necessarily in a relationship. Yeah, just with, somebody it who been you attracted. Like, right, just somebody who you attracted and it's just like, it's something you can't tolerate, something you can't take. And you find yourself maybe attracting that energy sometimes, like a lot. It could be the smallest of things. I either and you probably never even thought about it. That's what that's what I say. I don't I don't know. And I know you t- I know you said bitch don't say I don't know, but I don't know because I don't think about it. I've never thought about it. Well, that's how, your homework. Because how I because like listen though. But how I think it's it has to do with how I accept people, I guess. Because I give every person has their own score, so to speak. Anybody that walks into my life, I give them a blank slate, and that's yours. I'll try not to compare people to people because that's what, to me, that's carrying baggage. And I don't want that. It's like baggage is too heavy. I can't carry stuff with me from other, from past things. So that's why I give everybody their own slate. Because if you start doing something that somebody else do, I'm not, I don't have time for that. Like, it just takes too much energy to me. Like, to compare you to what somebody else is doing, I can't, I don't know why, I can't do that. And that's why I think I can't tell if I attract the same people because I give everybody a fucking blank slate. You would no, no, that don't make sense. Cause you would be able to know. I don't know if I because I, I give people blank slates. I give them a clean slate. I've always done that. I give people a clean slate. And but you say when you're comparing, you show, they're when, showing signs of that that I've seen before. I'm not giving those old people clean slates. I'm giving the new people clean yeah, slates. Yeah. So if that. I see something that's reminiscent of something I've seen before, or some a familiar uh, behavior that I've experienced in someone else, that's a strike against you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying so what I you're saying is you clear your memory of whatever somebody else did, and then you give somebody else a new slate. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I don't be thinking about them. But I think that's what gets me weird in like situations where it's like, damn, like, hmm, how can I explain it? Like I'm like same with how I kept saying you like you like Quincy these red flags. I'm like, just give him a chance. Go ahead, just no, just give him a chance. That's how I always be. I did tell him. And but I I'm did that. Tell him. But, but that's but that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like I don't and she made do that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't do that. I, that's what I do. I think I, I I'm not saying I don't recognize it, but I make excuses for them. Like no, this person gonna be better than that. No, no, you better than that. No, you. That's probably daddy issues. You're making excuses. Right, you're oh, making okay, excuses. Then that's what it is, yeah. I'm so okay. glad he is. Well, I guess it's <laughs> but I try, but I okay. And how I'm seeing it is that like I'm giving you a chance to be better, but you don't fucking know right. That. But you see, you see what's wrong. But I, I think so. the thing is, you're not making the correlation back. You're not bringing it back to where it. Because I don't think you about it. Right. Right. Like you said, I'm, I'm at my dad's house. Hmm, he may not be here, but my aunt are here, so we're still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, cool, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You're saying, hmm, yeah. all right, next time or. So I was what? already I was already making excuses for the behavior, and yeah. that's what I what, do. Do for now, people. yeah. Okay. You ignore what the hell is going on and be like, you know what? 
you can you compensate for his actions. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I always want to see people do better, and that's what it is. So yeah. I guess that. I mean, it morphs into it that as you get older, right. but, but that's, it comes that's what from somewhere. You. Yeah. you know, yes, that I get made it. you, you. Right, because it might have been he would have been like, oh, quick time will be there. We're gonna go to the park, but he's not there. But my take me to the park. So now it's like, well, I still got to go to the park. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. So now. Ooh, 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 this is so good. Ooh, high five. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you feel like that, that creating this Quinta who makes the excuses and tries to compensate uh-huh. for people's actions, do you find, like maybe not right now, but in the past has, aside from your father, and any type of relationship, friendship, or romantic, you find yourself in sticky situations? Probably like, more in romantic um, because like once I let somebody like get close to me, I, those people I give the most chances to. Like some people I give that are close to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's just like an acquaintance or somebody who's around, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I do and do whatever you want to do. It don't make me no money. It don't make me lose no sleep. But somebody who I care about and I invest invest time in mm-hmm. or effort into, those are the people that I make excuses for. And you find yourself sticking around longer yeah. than you need to. Exactly. Or like. Or I find myself trying to like pull stuff out of them, like no, no, do right, this, do right. this. Right, and so I'm glad you said time. that because I've done that. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I try to, I refuse because I have that issue with people not owning their stuff. I refuse to like allow you not, not to. Right. So I'm gonna force you to like look at your shit and really mm-hmm. stand in it. Like I'm going to repeatedly keep doing that. I do. I've done it with my father. I, to this day, I still feel like I told my sister, like, no, I'm gonna have a conversation with him, cause I'll be damned uh-huh. if this man gonna be alive. I'll bring kids into this world, and they don't know their granddaddy. No, he. Mm-hmm. The first step is for him to step into his shit, and then we could form a relationship or something like that. Yeah. And the same thing with like the rest of my siblings, like you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like sometimes you just have to know when to like let it go, cut it loose, and let it go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not worth all that. It's uh-huh. not worth all the headache. And I find myself doing that in other relationships. I've done it in friendships. What's right. the friendship I just had this year? And I was like, you know what? That nigga gone. That relate that friendship oh, yeah, is a yeah. done. Like, that friendship about? is a done. Y'all know bun. this bothers me. It's wasted air. <laughs> it bothers me. You stupid. Cause for years, like I've made excuses for this person for this. For years, I've tried to give them the benefit of the doubt, trying to give them chances. I've do that. I've done that, starting with my daddy, and then I do it through all my relationships. Okay. You know. Yeah. So. So I got daddy issues. Yeah. You got daddy issues. <laughs> you got daddy issues. That's. I just want people. The whole point is, I want people to look at it differently. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you step away from the oh, stigma I know I for have a moment, <laughs> right? But you don't hear men ever say that they have daddy issues, right? Oh, so I, that's mean, why I just want it differently. Here. But you'll get that. Like I'm saying, like because my dad, I'm this way. I said that. No, all the time. no, that's that's what I'm about to get at, mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted like a man because I'm like you never hear a man say they have daddy issues, but that's probably because they think in this kind of way, the way we have been programmed to think. Yeah. Right, according to the stigma, that, right? That women have daddy issues. Right, that women have daddy issues, and this is the result of their daddy issues, and this is why they have daddy issues. Oh, no, I don't think Right. That. I think that everyone can have daddy issues. Right. So, for you, I want to bring it over to a man, right? <laughs> so, for you, I want to say what characteristics or mannerisms in your father... First of all, the most important question, do you do you have a relationship with your dad? Or uh, have had one? I would really just explain it, it, and you can like take your questions from there. <laughs> huh? I said, I would just explain this shit and you take your questions from there. Okay, you go ahead. You go ahead. Right? So, with my dad, like, all right. So, my dad was around probably, like, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But he was real spotty. Mm -hmm. Like, 
he was someone that would pop in and pop out and uh, he would always make promises to me and it would be like be fucking hopeless like yeah I'm gonna take you here and then like I'll be waiting and he never show up yeah because, yeah and then my mom you know it would make her mad so she would take me out yeah. So then as I got older, my mom got more and more annoyed. Like, boy, you know he's not going to come. Like, stop doing this. Mm-hmm. But I kept trying to, like, give him a shot. But I would say when I was, like, maybe 10 or ten or like, 12, mm-hmm. uh, I closed up a part of me, like, emotionally-wise. I just shut myself down so that I didn't have to deal with the, the emotions of it. So as I got older, that shit carries over into my relationships because for girls, I'm not very emotional, emotionally available because I have, like, this... Wall up, and I'll let you in, but you don't get, like, it's almost, you know, I've been called, like, oh, you're not human, you're not, like, normal, shit like that. I think you're sociopath. (laughs) And it's it's not that I'm not normal, it's, like, certain shit don't trigger in me. Right. Like, and also, for my dad not being there, I thought that doing the things that he said would make him be around, so Mm -hmm. early on, he told me, like, men don't cry, men don't have feelings, Mm -hmm. men don't this, so, as you got, as I got older, I started doing those things and trying to be that way thinking that cool if I am this way you'll want to hang out with me and you won't really want you know what I'm saying but all I did was fuck me up because now you know I'll go to funerals and I won't cry you know people will die I don't cry Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's almost like I don't know how to feel so when I probably probably when I was like I dated this girl when I was like 18, 19 and um, I told myself like yo you have to start like feeling stuff because like you're weird you know what I'm saying like what's wrong with you (laughs) yeah like yeah but it's being real with yourself like yo I'm never I was never oblivious to like what my dad did Mm -hmm. Um, and I won't say that he was like never there he was like 20% in 80% out so um, so you know for me I remember going to like football games and you know there being like Father Sunday and I went to, like, South Thorne, so it makes it, like, white kids. Everybody's like, oh, so where's your dad at? I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my friend's dad, realizing, like, what's happening, allowed me to come be with him and my other friend. And, and, and you know, my mom was there, but she was up in the stands, like, I'm here, but mm-hmm. I ain't about to be doing that. Right. You know, I'm just here for support. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is throwing footballs with their dad. I'm just there, like, well. Right. Someone throw me a football. So, like, I remember, <laughs> um, you know. Um, my friend's dad saying, hey, come with us and whatever. And me and him are still friends, to, 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 you know what I'm saying, until this day. But my dad, he was always someone that, like, came to all the big events so that you couldn't say that, like, he was never there for this. Mm-hmm. So that he can use it and be like, oh, well, right. I'm here for this. Ooh, but, yes. Um, you know, my mom wasn't dumb. And I'm not dumb. You know, we just let him be because those make you happy. So, cool. It's easier to just let you rock. Mm-hmm. And we know what's up. And whatever makes you happy, cool, bro. Like, you know, my dad, when I was, like, 16, no, 13, my dad came and gave me a box of condoms and said, hey, you're a man now. And he dipped. I didn't see him again until I was like 16. And um, he did a similar thing again. But um, as I got older, I would never hear from my dad or see my dad unless my aunt called me and was like, you know, how you doing? You know, when's the last time, you know, you, you heard from your dad? And I'd be like, oh, like like last year. And she'd be like, what? She'd call my dad and he'd call me. I told her that you're fine. You don't need me. Da, da, da. And that was his mental life. You don't need me. You're a man. You're going to be okay. You, you know, you have your mom. Damn, so he made you and, a man at 13 so he can go like this. That's right. Like. Yeah, and then as soon as I hit 18, I was 18 for all of maybe like three days. I got a letter in the mail saying that I've been emancipated. Like, he dropped all rights to me as a parent. Um, what? So. The fuck? So, um, yeah, my dad wow. is like crazy. But, um, but, yeah, so that's my dad, right? So okay. then from him being that way, I'm, I've now, I, I was a person that was very unemotional, unemotionally available, available, um, 
Um, I don't take nobody's shit because I felt like I've taken his enough. shit for enough. Yeah, so it's right. just like um, I get called an asshole, but I just tell you how it is. And if you don't like it, tough. Right. But then again, growing up with my mom and her not knowing how to really raise a, a man, mm-hmm. my mom was my mom was already a tough cookie, but she gave me tough That's love. Girl. Yeah, but she gave me, <laughs> but she gave me tough love. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't in a house where someone told you every day, "Oh, they love you." They they this they just did things and like, all right, you know, I'm gonna give you clothes and food, nigga. Like, That's duh, obviously. But at the same like time, like when you're younger. You're around kids who, you know, parents are saying, oh, I love you. Or if they beat you, they come hug you and shit. It was not happening in my house. Like, if you got your ass whooped, all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? And as a kid, you don't get it. But as I got older, I understand it now, of course. And my mom cares about me a ton. Mm-hmm. But um, she's had to develop and get better because, again, she wasn't trying to be super soft on me because it was just like... Like, I don't want you to, you know, God forbid, right. I guess in her eyes, turn up gay or be soft or be a wimp <laughs> or be a pussy or something like that. So, cool. But at, 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 but at the same time, between those two things, I've just become, like, this rock. And it's not even on purpose. I don't try or, or pretend. It's just naturally who I am. Like, I'm just naturally someone that, you know. And then on top of being that, I didn't live in the best areas mm-hmm. at times. So, I was around people and shit where, like, I, cool, cool. I stuttered really bad. Mm-hmm. So, they made fun of you. But it also helped because now that I'm older, as I got older and shit, you couldn't say shit to me that I didn't ha- like already have heard and haven't laughed at. So, uh-huh. um, while it's uh, while it's bad in some areas, all that shit was good too. But, anyways, <laughs> when I was like 22, mm-hmm. can't forget it. My dad called me. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna take you out to eat." This is it. He's called me plenty of times and said this and never did it. So he actually came. What? And, he, and, he, and you and wasn't he, there. Nah. <laughs> that been funny. <laughs> and I was there, and he took me out, <laughs> and he apologized. But okay. just like you said, your dad did. He apologized, but at the same time, would backtrack in certain areas because, like, when it got a little too real, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, but you know. He deflected it somewhere yeah. else. The blame was on Let somebody else. Kitchen. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I know that for him, mm-hmm. that's like a lot. So I took it for what it was, and when he backtracked, I would reinforce it like, ah, I don't right. know. Hold on, buddy. So... I probably did that like three times that he called me and we had talks of that nature and he let more and more out and, and, and did more and more and more. But I mean, now my dad tries to have a a, uh, a relationship with me, mm-hmm. but I feel like not that I don't want it. I don't care mm-hmm. where like I love you because you're my dad. Right. If you weren't my dad, I probably wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, and I don't like that. But at the same time, I can't help how shit is. So, I felt like I had. I felt so, like I said that before. It's not like I don't like my dad. You know, I have I have love for my dad, but it's because you're my dad, and I grew up knowing you that that you're my dad, and you know, in society, dad, you're supposed to love your dad, I guess. But um, <laughs> as far as like thinking back to like what, what my dad did for me, I really couldn't tell you. As far as my mom, I can tell you countless countless things right and what she still does but my dad you know he'll say yeah you know i was paying for your insurance child support i know that you weren't paying child support i know that you owe money to child support <laughs> i know that you recently got, got got arrested when you were last up here come through for, for child support <laughs> um you know what i'm saying but that's why he emancipated him because he didn't want to pay child support anymore. right yeah he couldn't wait. yeah so while you may say oh yeah i took care of you when you were a kid and you got this and you got that it was just ironic that when i was five when you were somewhere around and i got burnt that you had insurance for me but as I got older, another shit happened to me. You know what I'm saying? You had to have insurance because I was a kid. Once I hit 18, you... So in my mind, that's like saying... That, that's like doing something that, that you're supposed to be doing. And then when it's time to when you don't have to... 
to do it, you want credit for doing some shit that you were supposed to do. Versus, I can see if you left me But you didn't, you were forced. Right, to yeah. do it. You were forced to do it. It's not yeah. just that you wanted to do it. You're so, not like, you know what, this is my son. So I haven't had insurance you know since I've been 18. I'm now 24. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go to the doctors for whatever I'm paying for, or whatever the case may be, whereas other people, they've had the, you know, the ability to have insurance um, until like 25 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I don't, and it's fine, you know. Um, but yeah, as far as like daddy issues... I mean, I call them dad issues. I don't add the daddy. Right. They're like, <laughs> right, but that's they're like, they're like dad yeah. issues, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. very aware of it. And I, and I know where things come from. And I know read through, like why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tend to attract girls that are overly loving and overly bearing people that give large amounts of love. But I feel like that's because growing up, I didn't have that. And you don't know how to receive it. Nope, at all. Right. So the girl I'm with now, so the, so the girl that I'm with now, she has a lot of patience. So she's kind of like, she gonna work through it. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. working through it. So like mm-hmm. we've had, we have no problems. But our fights have all been about emotionally being emotionally available for her and being there. Because like you know, like I'm good. With, like I guess my version of how I come come with people isn't normal. Like nigga, that's not how it works. I don't know what you're doing, but <laughs> like if somebody's like this, you need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Not waiting around. Like oh, right, you're crying still. I'm uh, you know, give you a few like five more minutes. Like. Hey man, like you know, come over here, dude. You know, so you done um, or not? Nah, <laughs> you finished or you done? And it's not that like I don't know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. It's I can't help it, but I'm slowly like shifting out of it. I would say by now I'm 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 out of it. At least with her, I know how she works. So I know when certain things happen. I know what to do, but I would say like if we broke up, I probably would revert back to the way I was and be like, all right, right. Cool. But for her, you're actively Try- working through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to it's weird she, to me when mm-hmm. I do certain shit. I feel odd, but. But that's if how you know you're doing gonna, it right. If it's gonna it make to yeah, if it's gonna make <laughs> you feel better about things, then cool, I'll mm-hmm. try to. But I mean, up until now, I felt like I would never like be in love or like never like really like mm-hmm. have that. And my dad, you know, we both know that like his karma is my karma. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like him in a way, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. But and I felt like relationship. Yeah, yeah, so I'm paying for it with shit like that, and you know. Anything, anything that involves emotions and shit like that. But one thing I would say that, like, at least I did get out of everything was being super determined and, like, uh, being able to, like, push through with shit. Mm-hmm. Being that, you know, if you can manage to grow up without a dad, not go to jail, none of that other shit. Especially in the areas where, you know what I'm saying? You are, yeah. I was, like, before I moved here, I was in Irvington. There's nothing good in Irvington whatsoever. I was there from, from when I was 7 to 14. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Why saying? you laughing? He says nothing good at Irvington. You know what I'm saying? Could you live in? I was right? on the good side of Irvington. <laughs> what made no, us? What made us? What made my mom move us was mm-hmm. our block was okay, mm-hmm. but the house across the street got shut up one night, and she was just like, "Yeah, no, we're leaving." But that was oh, like, wow. we've had countless shit happen before. Mm-hmm. Bad landlord, you know, we had like rats and shit in the house, I and them shit, days. a lot of shit. So she eventually stopped paying rent, saved the money, and then we moved to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And she just, you know, worked through. Pretty much struggle, mm-hmm. but she's someone that like I watch and if she has to pull her last sense together to like give better, better, a better life or to do shit. If she has to be broke for two weeks, but we have this, she'll she'll do it. So mm-hmm. that just shows you someone that like constantly works and works and works no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I have it to me to where like I don't complain about nothing. Like if I don't have money for something, you find a way to still get that done with, without the resources or you make do. You know, mm-hmm. how we have to do it, but 
you know, that's kind of like my situation. So I realize, I do realize the faults of having dad issues and I try to work on them. But I also accept them for what they are. Right. But because of my dad, I tend to accept people, to, to, to pick up girls mm-hmm. that are overly loving. Mm-hmm. And and if they're not that way, I don't want them. But, <laughs> I, but, I, but at the same time, I don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying, but I know that I want that. Isn't because that you crazy? need, yeah, because I need it. it I need someone that challenges. You. Yeah, I need someone mm-hmm. that's like that. Yeah, because it challenges me one, but it, it also like I have I have a I guess a hole that like needs to be filled. Like mm-hmm. I need that because on a regular basis I don't get that. Because again, I'm in a household where tough love is the way it is, and I'm that way. My mom's that way. We're all that way. So it's like no one is overly loving. Yeah. The, the, the that's, only, why, that's why this girl right here. I be getting yeah. trying to give us love, and she don't yeah, win. The most, they do. They like, do. Like, 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 like the, like the closest sign to like, you know, my mom being super loving is like her being worried, worried, you know, the like outside. Yeah. yeah, right. Or if I'm flying away, she'll be like, I love you. But other than that, we're not saying that to each other like on a regular basis. You know what I'm right. saying? We're not hearing that. Yeah, it's I just like, my mother doesn't say that either. I, was, I don't remember the last time I said that to my mom. I tell my kids all the time. Mm-hmm. I tell my boyfriend that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say it to my girlfriend a lot, but like as far as like to my mom, mom doesn't say it. She writes it in the card. But when I do to my mom, every now and then I buy her cards just cause, and they and I'm someone I sit there and I out for like an hour and I will read every card that, until I find one that, that applies. Yeah, and right. I give it to her and then use that it. That seems like card. you would do that. I do that. Mother's Day, holidays, yeah, birthdays. But if I, it doesn't apply, I'm just picking up a card. I yeah, can't physically say these things to you, mm-hmm. but I know what I want to say. This is what I'm thinking though. Yeah. One year I went to Walmart and I bought a blank card. It was a nice. It was a really really nice card, and it was like. Mm. But anyway, I wrote Cause how I felt. Right, exactly. I had to yeah. write. I like yeah. to write inside my right. um, I like to write inside people's cards too. But now that you mention it, mm-hmm. he always has the best cards. He do. This guy, he probably y'all see y'all on to something. It's y'all because you like in the area, but you, you, you like you know what you want to express to somebody, but mm-hmm. because you've been a, a rock for so long, you don't really know how to be anything but a fucking rock. Yeah, so I'm gonna but you have the but you have the mental up here where you're like, you know what? what? I do want to say this though. Hold on, push pause. Put a pin in it. I want to bring it back to you. What? Going back to when she was talking about her father not really like being. Being there, but not really being there. Yeah. Like everybody else was there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I had a conversation with her one time where she expected. We were talking about somebody being present. I don't want to. Oh, I shouldn't have said it. We are, oh well, fuck it. We already saying it. You wanted some the boy, uh-huh. the guy, to be present, but like it's like he's here, but sometimes he's not here. That sounds familiar, right? So that's another one of those things. Right, that's another one of those things. Okay. And you need that. You need that because you had too, you lacked so much of it. So you want someone, so so you want some people who, so for you, you want certain people. Physically, but being, you want him to be here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You want him to be here, right. Mentally and emotionally. I had that same thing. My, My girlfriend had that same conversation with me like two weeks ago. Like we hang around and she's always here, but she's like, we're not really like, Talking or engaging, so yeah. like, this is bullshit to me. Like, you're right. here, but we're not he doing said anything. that to, he think I'm crazy. Right. Sometimes I be like, I know you right here, but I miss you. He be like, why are you here? I'm like, I don't know. I miss you. It must be something with like, we're yeah. not your presence is not enough. Your physical is yeah. not enough. I need yeah. you in other ways. Your mental and yeah, yeah, I need your emotional. I need everything. Like for I need her, she just wants to that. talk. So right. now I make sure that like, well, I've been doing it, but whenever she comes over, I'll make sure that. At some point in time, we sit and we talk, and I like ask like, "What's on her mind about like what's, what's been going on? Yeah. How you been feeling?" So she gets to that. sit there and be like, "Yeah, you know." Da, 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 da. Or if she's having a rough day, if I'm busy, I'll stop it and be like, "All right, we'll just come over." 
mm-hmm. she sounds like she's all distraught because she's super emotional. She's like hypersensitive, like, like hypersensitive. <laughs> hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. So, a rough day at work and she's like all like bent out of shape. So, um, you know, you have to. She like, don't seem like that to me. Nah, because she's cool. But yeah, no, again, yeah. is this with a twin me, girl? No, I, I don't go out with her anymore. Oh, this is a new girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, she's been around for a I'm still time. thinking about the, the twin girl. She was that way too, though. She oh. was someone that was overly emotional, overly giving, and I did not know how to like shift Receive her. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was also girls are always, but but like they're always willing to work because I feel like I am an actual good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I just lack in that area where like me personally, if I know that like, so being that no one was ever there, that like my dad wasn't really there there for like my like my main moments. Mm-hmm. I would say, if you have something. I have, like, this overly feeling to, like, be there and, like, do the most for you mm-hmm. because, like, you know what I'm you saying? You want count because it mattered to you. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, it didn't happen for me. So, like, you know, um, birthdays, I want to do, like, the fucking most. And, like, if you say, yo, know, my, my like, like my girlfriend, she was sending me shit from Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I would love I to do love something like Pinterest. this. I, I love Pinterest. I thought you just said So, she <laughs> sent me a picture of, like, a, a date on the beach. Mm-hmm. So, like, I ran around finding, like, a picnic basket. All, like, we're, like, first of all, where do you even find wicker baskets, right? You don't know. <laughs> So I had to find Michaels. 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 No, a real wicker basket. Not no bullshit. I'm talking about like the ones that's on Pinterest. Them real. You open them up. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, mm. The one I got, I paid like $70 for it. I took that Dang. shit back. Damn, girl. I love you, girl. But anyways. <laughs> Not enough, though. <laughs> so on her birthday, I blindfolded her. But prior to that, I packed a car with all of our stuff. Your birthday? No, her birthday. Oh. I blindfolded her. And her favorite food is Wendy's. So I got Wendy's and shit right, right, right before we got there. So when I unfolded her, uh, her her thing, she was standing on the beach. It was like sunset kind of. Mm-hmm. There was a blanket, candles, a basket. One was like hella shit. And then we had Wendy's. <laughs> but that every- is cute as hell. That's but, but, so but it was cute. everything that she ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And she was saying like, yo, I would love to do, like, do some shit like this one day. But saying it where like, she felt like she wasn't going to do it no time soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being that your birthday was coming, I did it. And then I got, I had, like, LED candles there and shit. I got, like, her favorite wine. Mm. And then she sent me some shit of, like, uh, um, oh, a remember when uh, box. Mm-hmm. So I had to go around again to find a box <laughs> that I could lock and, like, fit the little note in there. Mm-hmm. And then I just had to match it that, like, we've been through. Mm-hmm. And oh, that is so cute. That's cute as hell. Yes, like, you kind of make me want a relationship. Like, kind yeah. of. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I don't care for relationships. Me either. But I like to do them if I like the person enough. Right. Me personally, I'd rather be single because it's headache free. Right. But if I like you, I will. I'll want to do these things. Right. So like that, I thought that like me, me like me, you would never see me do that for nobody. Mm-hmm. But I have someone here who's trying to work with me and my faults. So being that you probably go through more shit with me than I go through with you, mm-hmm. I try to like overly do stuff. Yeah, make it count. Yeah, make it count when I do stuff. So me, so I felt like all of that is from my dad mm-hmm. because. You know, I didn't get those things, and then he forced my mom to be a certain way because she had to not take on another role. Where my mom is a naturally caring and loving person, but raising a boy, pretty much from a baby till now, mm-hmm. you made her, you forced her to be some way, and she said certain things that kind of lets me know that that was the case. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes without just saying like I had to like you know raise a boy, so I had to be a certain way. Take on a role, yeah. You know, but that's why now that I'm older, she's herself. And my mom is someone that would do anything for anybody, super caring, tough love, maybe not really, but growing up, that's what I know you as, mm-hmm. because you had to be that way. Yeah, I know, his mom, like, a stop, drop, and roll, like, she'll stop anything for any of the kids, mm-hmm. yeah. anything, and, and, so I can and, only imagine how it was, like, with him, because, right. like, 
if my kids, if I, if something going on at the school, if I call her, she and she an hour away, she getting in ten minutes, and I, <laughs> and in thirty, and I'm thirty minutes away. It's gonna take me thirty. Like she do not play. She like right. I said, she stop, drop. Shut down, open up shop. That's mm-hmm. what she do. Yeah. She'll pull she up like for anybody and any... And if you're her friend and she cares enough for you, she's the same way with you. She doesn't... My mom is someone, she's like you. She gives chances to people and puts up with shit, although I feel like she shouldn't. Like, she overly gives, gives people chances that she care about. Mm-hmm. You can wrong her, and she knows that you wronged her, but she will still help you. Mm-hmm. But once she's done, she's done. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the more harder side of her comes out, and it's a lot to deal with because... Right, right, right. I'm the same way, and I'm that way 24-7, so I know how how, how I am. Like, right. you know, if we if, if me and her were outside somewhere and someone says something, you're in for it because I'll curse you out and fight you, and so will she. Mm-hmm. You know? I think we all like that. Me and yeah. my mom are cur- we have yeah. curse people out. But, you know, I have friends who call me to curse out other people for them. Why do does that to me? Because they know <laughs> that I don't care. She calls you. Yeah, like, she'll be like... Quinta, could you um call and curse this person out and say this? So she's like, you know, do it in like that professional, nice way. You do it. She always <laughs> say that. Do, do it in a nice way. But I try you to like, like watch it though, because I did not feel like it also makes me naturally mean, because I'm that way, and because I don't really have a filter. I don't have a filter at all. I'm talking about zero. Right. But because of you know dealing with girls, I guess in relationships, I try to like fix it, but it's hard to fix that part when like. When I see something, I want to say this, and it's like, all right, pop it in the filter, see what comes out. <laughs> like, you ugly as hell. <laughs> oh, my God, those shoes, maybe, maybe, you know, now I'm like, maybe change the shoes. Maybe you, change the shoes. You ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear it go through the filter? <laughs> went through the filter. That's what came out the filter? What was No, no. No, no you ugly as hell. hell. I put it in the filter. Oh, you put that out, in the like, filter. Like, I'm like, well, what I'm was like, it you know in the what? Then I'm like, you know what? Them shoes, maybe maybe change the shoes. Yeah. But really, in my mind, I'm like, you look a mess. It's over. Like, you have yeah. zero chance. But I'm, I'm gonna try. What was your question? Oh, because our conversation. No, but you know what? He hit. As them. he was talking, he was hitting them. He was hitting it. Yeah, so I'm yeah. glad you did all of that. Mm-hmm. So we get all that out the way. But then my question is like, okay, like what type of father would you? Imagine yourself to be like. What is your goal? So I want a girl really bad. I had <laughs> okay. A, like, like I had a dream maybe like. Three days ago about it. Mm-hmm. So I would be someone. I would be overly loving. I feel like having a kid would fill the gap because I, like I would have because I would have someone that all right, cool. I'm supposed to love you, and you're supposed to love me. Mm-hmm. So regardless if the, my wife loves me, whoever, <laughs> you are gonna fill that gap, and I can be that way to somebody. And then you're part of me, so it's like I don't have to have a wall up. Like you know, what I'm saying yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. barriers here, so I can be whatever I need to be with you because you're my kid. So, so some parts of me that feels like I can't give because, yeah, you're my girlfriend, but at the same time, I'm like... I'm saving some of this for my daughter, okay? Like, it's just a little <laughs> weird. I feel like for a kid, I can just pour it out. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the same way how my mom is with me, I guess. Like, anything you need, I give it, I do it, like, sacrifice, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would be someone that's, like, an overly loving dad. And at the same time, being that I guess I, I am a millennial, mm-hmm. I understand a lot of shit where... Some people, some people are like, yeah, my daughter won't date this and won't do this. I feel like your kids have to experience it. I feel like you have to remove the, like, everyone has sex, man, okay? Your daughter <laughs> is going to do whatever she wants to do. You have to let that shit go. Being that, oh, if, if a boy come here, I'm going to be, listen, she's going to smash him whether you do this or not. <laughs> you have if to she wants her. to, you just have to be there. And you I have to instill the, the right value. I want to be the parent that, like, that, like, if you go off and you do that, you come tell me about it. 
and knowing that you can say whatever you want, and I'm not going to like beat you or some weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, cause, cause I feel like growing up, I had that with my mom, but when, but with my dad, that's why I liked my dad and wanted to, to have him around more, is because he was that dad. Where like, you he would let you thing. know the consequences of your actions, but not like from him, from life itself, mm-hmm. and kind of talk to you about it. So like, you know, he would ask shit like that, like, yo, so what's up with that? You doing this? You doing that? And I didn't have to lie. Whereas my mom, I had to lie all the time. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I'm saying? And I remember, like, telling my mom, I'm about to go rob bikes with my friends, but I'm going to a girl's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I had the most creative lies, but with my dad, it was just telling him what it is. Mm-hmm. But I want to have that same thing, but with my daughter, which I felt like is a challenge, and I, and, and I would take it on because I would want that to be there because I felt like that's a very essential key is if you... Is if you you feel like you can tell your parents anything and they will never judge you. Even if you a hoe. And your parents <laughs> don't 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 judge you but, but but give you the solid advice. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's great. It eliminates that weird shit that kids go through. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, I think that you um I think that dads need to be the foundation of what a girl feels like she's supposed to get or what deserve. Like mm-hmm. some some of the things happen like when you what the girls become hoes or whatever mm-hmm. we say I'm or they they picked the wrong guys. Mm-hmm. It's because their dad didn't show them how you should be loved or what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I shouldn't have to do all this for you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Just do it because I'm me. Yeah, like you right. should know that. Like again, you should the person who you're dating. You shouldn't feel like they're judging you at, at any moment for, from anything you say. And that's the reason why a lot of girls date me or like me is because as friends, first they can say shit to me and I'm unfazed by it, and they tend to open up really quick. Like okay, cool, like. Yeah. You know, I just did this, and I'm like, oh, damn, well, you know, like, how'd you feel about it? Like, like how'd they make you feel, or did it, whatever, I'll listen. You trying to have a conversation yeah, and, about and, it, right. Yeah, and converse with you about it, versus me saying, oh, like, you're wild, or you're this. It's more mm-hmm. or less, like, I eliminate that shit, and I talk to you. So then, at least trust builds fast, because now they're sharing a lot, because shit, people want to talk to people. There's certain things that, like, you want to tell people, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I had someone to tell this to they're, they're like, you can't about tell your best friend because your best friend, like, yeah, you're my best friend, but I don't want to tell you this. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're my best friend, but, like, like these things are, like, you know what I'm saying? I won't tell my best friends, and they're within me, and I'll keep it, but my girlfriend knows. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just small shit like that. That's because the person that you're, even though you call that person your best friend, the person that you with is really more like your best friend. I know it sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. they're really more like your best friend because that's the person that you feel the safest with to mm-hmm. me like if you're if you're opening up giving that person you're all you feel the safest with that person and you know for a fact there's no judgment if that person wants to see you do better be better yep. mm-hmm. right so if i come and i say to you like yeah so i'm about to quit my job or something like that mm-hmm. they're gonna like, okay but you're gonna challenge me okay well, why are you gonna do that what you gonna do if you do that well sometimes you tell your friend i'm gonna quit my job they be like yeah word i don't I'm gonna challenge you. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I want right. to know like what's your plan. Right. If exactly. you don't make sense, I'm gonna be like, that shit sounds dumb to me. I'm right. Like, right. And it's right. not that you judging. You just want yeah. what's best for that person. Yeah. Right. But sometimes, just uh, sometimes a best friend or a friend won't give you that. Depending they will just say, or sometimes right. you're too some, people just, some people just cheer for you. Yeah. Or and some like, people are too to me, that's not my friend. I think. Like, don't cheer for me. Like, tell me when. Be real about it. Yeah. And like that's how we kind of. I don't know when we got close like that. But I don't know what we did. But somehow, like, I feel like you know a lot of things about me that I don't tell people and mm-hmm. everybody. Like, I'm not sometimes like him, but for other reasons, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, 
I feel like that you need that. Like you said, you need that with somebody, someone where you could just have a conversation and really, really be yourself. Because every day we wear this mask mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. And if you all, if you have to come home and have on a mask with the person that you're laying with, that's not... Why are you there? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Like, everybody, when you come home, and you literally have to take your, your mask off. Because mm-hmm. if you just... You, you can't be yourself everywhere. You can't be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not professional I mean, all the time. I do a good job but when I go being work, myself. I'm professional. I do a good job. I feel like you can be yourself. You have to learn how to evolve and grow yourself so that you can be yourself in every situation and it's suitable. I yeah, don't feel so like right. you can never so not like, be yourself. But a part of it, you're wearing a mask. So like, for instance, like when I'm at work, I'm myself. Everybody know that Quinta don't take shit, right? Right. Everybody knows that. And I say... I say what I want when I want to say, but the thing is, since I really just want to be like, yo, fuck you, but I can't say that, right. I have to say it in another way. They know well, I Well, you're not wearing yeah, a mask. Yeah. At that point, you have to wear a muzzle. <laughs> right, no. okay, okay. Yeah, but I don't, call that, I don't call that wearing a mask or wearing a muzzle because you're still saying how you feel. You're just not blurting it out. You're putting it through a filter and saying, okay. cool. Okay, you know, okay, so I feel, like, I feel like you're wearing a mask if when someone says some shit to you and you want to say fuck you and, and instead... Like, you just take it and be like, oh, okay, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Versus, like, me, if you say something to me, yes, I, me, me personally, I'm professional. Mm-hmm. I can articulate my words if I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you how I feel in a very nice way or however I need to. You're right, you're and right. That, and that's me. It, it's not like I'm faking it. It's me. What I'm you're saying right, is coming true. out natural. The words that I'm picking are the words that I want to use to let you know how I feel. I don't feel right. like I'm... That's you you're being someone else. I feel like you're being someone else when you don't stick to that and you don't use a filter and, and instead that's you true. just tense up or do the opposite of what you would do. And okay. How, and that's how, he's right. And yep. that's how you get lost. Yeah. Exactly. But as long as you're yourself, like, I always say like, people have to like, like, you, like, if you do the same shit every day and you don't challenge yourself, you don't know who you are. Like, people think they know who they are, but if you've done the same thing your whole life, you don't know who you are. Well, you I haven't experienced you anything. Yeah, I would say that. You're saying, not living, like, you're just existing. Yeah, like, no, who does like that? now I'm a vegetarian, right? I don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. If you had asked me this five months ago, I'd be like, you bugging. I'm going to always eat meat. But I challenged myself. I've now not eaten meat for like two, three months. You know what I'm saying? So, so some shit that I thought I could never do, I live by now. You know what I'm saying? We so legit like, had a conversation at like four o'clock in the morning about home yeah. coming. Like, I can't, so let, it's, I can't so, let me go. So it's smart. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, but I'm saying, you never know what you can do if you never try it. Like and give it an actual push, like like people yeah, think. Like, like, I think I tried it one day. Oh, that's what I'm gonna say. Are you saying you can't? I think I tried it one day and it drove me nuts. Like I had to, I had to have me. Yeah, but people just like people, that was in your head though. Like like I the main to, misconception is like, oh, what do I eat? You can eat whatever you want if you're a vegetarian. You just don't eat meat. You know how much stuff there is to eat other than it meat? Is, it absolutely is. Absolutely is. It's a lot of stuff. Like I cook all the time. Like like today, I had a great uh, dinner. I had salmon. I had pepper, garlic, so you potatoes with cheese. Who? You pescatarian. I'm a vegetarian. Vegetarians, they still eat fish. That's pescatarian. Well, I guess so, yeah. I still eat fish. <laughs> um, but, I, but I still like to eat egg whites. If I was vegan, I couldn't eat egg yeah, whites. Yeah, right, right, right. I couldn't eat cheese. Now that, I really couldn't um, I never cared for milk. No vegan. So, you know, um, I weed out the shit that I really don't need and keep the, the, the things that like make me happy. But my dishes be like good. I be having mm-hmm. salmon, spinach, potatoes, mm-hmm. pasta, shrimp. Like mm-hmm. I still eat good. I just don't have chicken or beef or turkey. Okay. And I mean, you think like, okay. if you eat that every day, that's also boring. It is. It's boring is. when you put it. It's all boring. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. And it's always you know the same color. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, again, you know, once you start doing it, like going to the gym, you know, people think that that, that is hard. If you actually want to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Don't, make, don't make excuses. I feel like people make excuses for stuff, and that's why you Get can't do go. stuff. Yeah, Get just go. go. Mm-hmm. 
Even if you don't feel like going, by the time you get there, you're going to want to work out. So just go. Yeah. I do it to myself every morning. That's yeah. true. I'll be the best. The hardest home. part is getting yourself to go. Yeah. Like, once I'm you're there, like, you're going to do it. Right. Once you've done drove 15 part, minutes, like, you're like, well, I'm here. You're wasting my gas. I'm, and then I'm, once you get that workout in, it do be, you know what I'm saying? It be so popping. I mean, it's painful, but it's popping. Yeah, but. but Wait, you just went way off. My bad. Finish your thought. Yeah, but just doing things like that, I learn more about me because I challenge myself. I do different stuff. I try different shit. I don't try. I try to do, do to do something different. I read stuff. I'm always reading about different things, mm-hmm. opening my mind to everything. Like you know, me being able to talk about the whole conspiracy thing and the elite versus 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 the poor. I had to open up my mind and allow certain ideas to come in, and then step back and look back and be like, "Hmm, this actually makes sense." Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're not, if your mind's not open, you don't allow anything that's not the norm into your brain. Which means you do the same shit all the time. Which means you never really try anything too, too crazy. Well, I think... But to me, that... Damn, I don't even know how we got all the way here. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say this and then we're going to stay. We're going to get back. Okay. I think that, like, what you're saying is... is Like, if you... You can't live inside that box. And the box is what society puts you in. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you step outside that box, you got to realize that you're going to be open to the scrutiny, which is, he's weird or she's weird or... But don't call them that cool. crazy. Weird yeah, cool. the weirdo. Right, exactly, and that is becoming more accepted. The weirdos, I guess, mm-hmm. but you still are going to be looked at as not being the society's view. Like same with how, for me, like I'm, I'm always going to be the girl that had kids and not married yet. Because in pe- other people's mind, you're supposed to be married. And then but you have people who have kids in the family and they're cheating on their exactly. Their husband. So no, it's I, just like, I, I don't necessarily believe in girl. those things, but like I'm gonna, I because that's what the society is. I'm always gonna be that stigma, right? I'm always gonna be the girl that had babies. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's a no. society stigma if you let it be that. Like if you don't live in that box, technically, what you're saying, yeah, I'm not bothered by right. it. She's saying yeah. she's not bothered by yeah, it, but that still doesn't change. That's really the stigma right. behind. You know right. what I'm saying? Like if you ask me, I feel like I did it the right way, and you, and I had this conversation mm-hmm. with you last week, I think, mm-hmm. where I was like. <laughs> I said, remember I said the age is wrong. Whatever, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be about 50, not over 50. But my kids are going to be grown in like the next 12 years. And you live your like, own Like, they're going to be grown and I'm going to be able to You're run. not even going to be near 50. In 12 years? No, you won't. How old am I? You'll be like, You're going to be like 43. 44 or something, yeah. Yes. yes. Whatever, that's not going to fit you, nigga. really adding years. They're going to be typing my name on my AARP card. <laughs> okay. That's okay. 65, so you're still got Right? Like, like she's really bugging right now. Wait, you're going to no, no, boo-boo. No, what no, mom? I thought you get that when you're 50. No, they start sending you stuff when you hit 50. Like, hey. Oh, maybe. But hey, you know, mother, 15 years, I'm going to see you. I, like, <laughs> I told I wonder why she didn't have a car. I was like, why you get your ARP car? She's like, no, they didn't send me nothing. Oh, they done. Mm, I thought you was 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the money yet. <laughs> she got, she got a um, 401k, nigga. Anywho, uh, my bad. We got, we went like all around the we world. We really did. I don't even know where we was at. Um, <laughs> it's more we, like, like, like an organic an organic conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, That's fine. But wait, were we done with your daddy questions? Yeah, that was it because you like, you, I keep calling you K. That's fine. Sean Will. DJ Sean Will. <laughs> um, no, you really hit everything. Like, that, that shit was perfect. That was perfect. High five again. He got like five, five, fives for me tonight. <laughs> and she don't know to give out that much love. I, okay? I don't. That's the closest anybody in this room is going to get. Yeah. So annoyed. <laughs> I'm so annoyed by you. You got any spotlights? Um. Okay, so I don't think I've ever mentioned him on this show, but Eric Billinger, have you ever listened to his music? Yeah, girl, yeah. you listened to before, too. The first one I was listening to, remember it was the CD with the, um, it was the first one we listened to when he was, ta- when he was talking about, like, you I can't think of the name of it. 
Oh, did you did you tell me about I him? I think I put you onto him. Oh my bad girl. Cookie put me onto him. Oh, then you told me about him. Right. Oh, and then I must tell somebody else about that. Right, but all his projects are good. Like he drops out project after project after project. But my favorite, I would have to say, is Cuffin Season. That's the second one that I know of. It might mm-hmm. be third. I don't It's the second one. I listen to all his stuff, but that one is, like, hitting. So, I want y'all to look him up. Eric Bellinger, E-R-I-C-B-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. He got mad stuff. Yeah. On iTunes. And I believe he's on Spotify. Yeah, he's on Spotify, too. Yeah, that's where I found some out. Right, 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 right. Good music. Good shit. Um, I can't remember the name of that song. That Oh, that Daniel Caesar. Y'all should listen to me, right? him. Yeah. I liked him. Well, he got a song with her called Best Part, and that's the song that I've been listening to recently. Okay. And I like to make me feel good inside. Hmm. You could be your own spotlight. Spotlight yourself. Yeah, right. you know what right. I'm saying. Brag on it. Brag. Go ahead. Go on Spotify, man. Uh, iTunes. Type in Sean Will in Love. Stream that. Buy that. Do all that. It's all Indeed. over the radios, man. We'll be part of the wave. All right? Ride the wave. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we out okay i'm melissa alexa you can find me on not all things social Most you can things. you can find me on twitter and snapchat at lamella mocha l-a-m-e-l-l-a-m-o-k-a i'll be back on instagram october 21st wait for it <laughs> you can find me on everything at sean will music and you can find me on all things social at Quinny Too Much, and you can find the podcast on at Never Too Much on Instagram. And I'm gonna figure out the password. I'm gonna start posting stuff. I can't remember the password right now. <laughs> all right, talk to y'all then. Bye. <laughs>